Our journalisming experts blew it yet again on a major story targeting President Trump. Dr. Anthony Fauci declares that attacks on him are attacks on science. And even the White House is now disappointed in Kamala Harris. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. The Ben Shapiro Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. protected. at expressvpn.com slash Ben. We'll get to all the news in just one moment. First, your reminder, you're paying way too much for your cell phone bill. I know, you haven't thought about that in a while, but that is the reality, which is why thousands of my faithful listeners have already switched over to Pure Talk USA, and you should as well. What exactly are you waiting for? If you're with AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. You get the same great coverage because they use the exact same towers as one of the big carriers. You can even keep your phone and your number, but you will save a fortune. By the way, PureTalk is the absolute top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs. They've got the best customer service team based right here in America, and it gets even better. Because right now, you get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and six gigs of data for 30 bucks a month, which is a really, really good price. And you're saying to yourself, well, wait, hold on, six gigs a month? I'm going to go over on that probably. Well, here's the thing. If you do, they're not going to charge you for it, so you have nothing to lose. Grab your mobile phone, dial pound 250, say Ben Shapiro to get started today. When you do, you save 50% off your very first month, dial pound 250, say keyword Ben Shapiro to get started and start saving yourself hundreds of bucks on your cell phone coverage. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. All righty, so another day, another media narrative that has completely imploded about President Trump. So what are we up to now? I mean, we've had the, the entire four-year-long saga of how Trump was a Russian cat's paw, and that turned out to be absolute nonsense. And we've had President Trump as the, as the scourge of, the, of all living human beings all over the planet for a variety of reasons. Usually those stories fall apart. We've had you know, a, a bunch of sub-stories along these lines. Okay, here's the latest. The latest is that the media completely blew it on one of the biggest talking points that Democrats used in 2020. That talking point, because they wanted to distract from the BLM riots, was that Donald Trump had cleared a bunch of protesters, peaceful protesters in Lafayette Park in order so that he could have a photo op in front of a burnt out church. Okay, Now, that talking point was always pretty dubious because the park police themselves had said at the time, guys, we were clearing the park because people were getting violent at the time. That didn't stop folks from tweeting out about the evils of President Trump clearing the park. So we have like a bunch of tweets from all these people who pushed this false narrative. For example, NPR Politics tweeted out that day. This is June 1st, 2020. Police in Washington, D.C. used tear gas and rubber bullets on peaceful protesters to clear them away from St. John's Church, which suffered a small fire Sunday night near the White House. President Trump then walked to the church for a photo op. This was the way the media covered it. Joe Biden, who was then running for office, wasn't president of the United States yet. He tweeted out, he's using the American military against the American people. He tear gassed peaceful protesters and fired rubber bullets for a photo for our children, for the very soul of our country. We must defeat him. But I mean it when I say this, we can only do it together. That was Joe Biden back in June 2020. Kamala Harris, your current vice president, then candidate, she said, Donald Trump just tear-gassed peaceful protesters for a photo op. She did that on the basis of a headline from Huffington Post that said, as the president spoke, police deployed tear gas and flashbangs against protesters outside the White House, demanding justice for George Floyd. Daniel Dale the official CNN fact checker. So many facts checked by Daniel Dale. His entire job was just to fire hose a bunch of things that Donald Trump had said wrong. Now his job is to downplay anything the Democrats say that is wrong. Sort of tut-tut them. Well, back then, he tweeted out, this is February of 2021, actually. He tweeted out, Vanderveen falsely claims the clearing of Lafayette Square last June happened to establish an appropriate security perimeter from a riotous mob. No, 
They cleared peaceful protesters out of the way for a Trump photo op. The narrative that Vanderveen is mocking is correct. That was testimony that was being made about what happened. So Daniel Dale, the official CNN fact checker, getting it completely wrong because here is the actual story. There was an inspector general, the inspector general for the Interior Department, and here is what they found, according to the Washington Post. When the U.S. Park Police led law enforcement officers into a crowd of mostly peaceful protesters outside outside Lafayette Square on June 1st, 2020, including officers equipped with chemical irritants and officers on horseback, they did so as part of a plan made days earlier to build a fence around the park to protect officers not to facilitate the visit minutes later by President Trump to a nearby church. An inspector general's report released Wednesday concluded. The report also found that D.C. police officers fired tear gas at protesters as they moved away from the park toward 17th Street. The park police did not deploy tear gas on June 1st, but did on previous days. And Bureau of Prisons officers fired pepper spray munitions from the park without provocation during the clearing. Investigators also found that the audio warnings issued by the park police before the operation were not widely heard by the crowd and mostly ineffective. The report by the Interior Department's Inspector General focuses on the park police and does not fully address questions about the involvement of other agencies or the Trump administration in the events of June 1st. Interior officials said they may not have heard all of the discussions that went on about the operation within the Secret Service or the White House, but that those discussions did not affect how and when the park police acted. The investigators did not interview Secret Service or White House personnel. The report found that preparations to clear the protesters and erect a fence began two days before the park clearing. Two days. But the idea may have gained greater urgency on the morning of June 1st. Okay, now they're just speculating. The Washington Post has previously reported Trump was furious at reporting that revealed he had been taken to an emergency bunker on the first night of protests. The group agreed the park police and supporting teams of law enforcement officers would extend the perimeter and gradually push protesters further away from the White House and St. John's Church, which had been vandalized the previous night. By midday, Trump was working with close confidence on a plan to project his control over the city by walking across Lafayette Square. But... This this had nothing to do with what the park police were doing. The park police had been planning for days to already clear Lafayette Square. Park police officials, including then acting chief Gregory Monaghan and an unidentified incident commander, told inspector general investigators they learned around mid to late afternoon of the president's unscheduled movement to Lafayette Park. Both park police officials reported they were not told a specific time for the president's potential arrival and that learning this information did not change their operational timeline, which was to push protesters back as soon as National Guard officers and the fencing arrived, both of which occurred after 5 p.m. Monaghan told investigators, quote, I can tell you with 100% certainty, the Secret Service and the park police timeline did not change the entire day. Okay, so the entire media, And the Democratic Party ran with the lie that Donald Trump forcibly cleared Lafayette Park in order so that he could have this photo op, that that's what this is about. Instead, Park Police cleared it because they'd been planning to for days. And as it turns out, by the way, there were a bunch of officers who had been injured in Lafayette Park over the prior couple of days. There were a bunch of officers who had, there were 49 officer injuries around Lafayette Park through May 31st. Between May 25th and May 31st, 49 officer injuries. Because park police were, according to the report, being pelted with water bottles, rocks, and fireworks. But wait, we were told these were peaceful protesters. Just people who were out there chanting for justice. And they were cleared because Donald Trump, evil Donald Trump, wanted to walk out and hold up a Bible at St. John's Church. Nobody could explain how these peaceful protesters had burned a church five minutes beforehand. But the entire narrative was never very good. And then the media just played it to the hilt. This was part of campaign commercials for the Democrats. This was Joe Biden talking about it openly on the campaign trail. It was Kamala Harris lying about it on the campaign trail. And again, the media just ran with this thing. They ran with it because it was beneficial to their narrative, which is that Donald Trump was a fascist. The narrative was not going to be good for them if it turned out that they had been fostering and backing and supporting rioters who had injured 
49 police officers or had been or had contributed 49 injuries to police officers and then made excuses for those people and blamed Trump. That would have been a worse narrative. So instead, it was Donald Trump, evil Nazi fascist, clearing the park of peaceful flower power children. Oh, except none of that was true, except that wasn't true. And we'll meet the press, acknowledged that yesterday. It was very, very awkward. Here was the here was Kenzelanian over at NBC's Meet the Press having to make the awkward announcement that, yeah, we kind of blew this thing for a year. It doesn't second guess the decision to clear the protesters. It says that the park police was within their rights. And this is controversial, Chuck. Black Lives Matter is suing the Justice Department in federal court over this. And our own Garrett Hake was there that day and, and reported, if you recall, that the protests were not violent at that moment until the police moved in and caused the violence. That was his direct bird's eye reporting, Chuck. So this remains an issue of controversy, so, uh, can, but the can, narrative we thought we knew yeah. is not the reality. The narrative we thought we knew is not the reality. Man, doesn't that sum up the entire mainstream media for the past 30 years or so? The narrative we thought we knew is not reality. Why did you think you knew that narrative? Hmm? Why didn't, I mean, the park police said at the time what the inspector general's report ended up finding, which is that these two events were not connected. That Trump may have taken advantage of the fact the park was cleared to go do the photo op, but that they did not clear the park for the photo op. There's a difference. Okay, but... The narrative we thought we knew is not reality. Why did you think you knew the narrative? Why? Hmm? Could it be that you manufactured the narrative because the narrative is exactly what you wanted to promulgate? And by the way, this was the constant drumbeat. It was the constant pattern throughout the Trump administration. It's the constant pattern today. The narratives that back the Biden administration are the ones they want to manufacture. Just like the narratives that, that undercut the Trump administration, those were the narratives that they wanted to push as hard as they possibly could. Everything from Trump backs white supremacists to Trump is a Russian cat's paw. All those narratives are unbased in fact. Does not matter. They've continued to promote those narratives over and over and over again. Down to, by the way, the idea that Donald Trump is responsible for the riots of January 6th. As though the people who rioted didn't have agency and ignoring the fact that he explicitly called in his speech for, peace, for people to be peaceful at the, at the Capitol. You could rip into Trump's rhetoric without suggesting that he is responsible for that any more than Bernie Sanders is responsible for a nutcase going and shooting up a bunch of congressional baseball players. We'll get to more of the journalisming media's falsity in just one second. First, let us talk about the fact that if you have a balance on your credit cards that is growing, you can absolutely bankrupt yourself. It is horrible for you. You need to get that cleaned up right now. The best way to do that, head on over to my friends over at Lightstream. Right now, you can get a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream with rates starting at just 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. It's lower than your average credit card interest rate, which is over 19% APR. The rate is fixed. It's not going to go up over the life of the loan. You can get a loan anywhere from 5000 bucks to 100000 bucks with no fees, no application fees, no origination fees, no transaction fees, no prepayment penalties. Plus, you can even get your money in your bank account as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That is exactly what they are delivering. Just for my listeners right now, apply now, get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get that discount, go to lightstream.com slash Shapiro. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash Shapiro. Subject to credit approval rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR. Include 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Shapiro for more information and to see what they can do for you. Alrighty, so again, big narrative. Of last year, Donald Trump cleared the park of peaceful protesters because he's a fascist. This was, by the way, Exhibit A. This was 1A in the Trump is a fascist case that the left was putting out there. He's such a fascist that he sends his brown shirt goons to go clear a park of flower power children 
and then take a militant photo op standing in front of a church holding a Bible. What a fascist. Except it wasn't true. The narrative we thought we knew, as Kendallanian says, turns out not to comport with the reality. And that is, how many times are we going to have to see this before you stop believing the media at face value, before you wait 48 hours before believing whatever headline they are telling you? Another narrative of last year that has now been thoroughly debunked. Okay, remember that time that Donald Trump kept talking about hydroxychloroquine? Remember that time? And the media went nuts. How dare he, this giant orange buffoon, mention hydroxychloroquine? Doesn't he know about ta science? Doesn't he know? Hydroxychloroquine doesn't do anything. Not only that, but because Donald Trump keeps saying hydroxychloroquine, some crazy lady in Arizona fed her husband fish tank cleaner and he died. Now, it turns out that may have been murder, but doesn't matter. The only reason they did that is because Trump kept saying hydroxychloroquine over and over and over. Because hydroxychloroquine is bad. It's very bad. Okay. Now, new study out this week. According to Yahoo News, quote, a new study shows that the controversial drug hydroxychloroquine, first of all, the fact that it is titled the controversial drug hydroxychloroquine, where did the controversy begin, guys? Seriously, where did it begin? It began with you guys declaring that if Trump said anything, it had to be false. If Trump said Wuhan lab leak, it had to be false and it was a conspiracy theory. If Trump said hydroxychloroquine is effective, many doctors have said that it is effective, many doctors are prescribing it, then it must be that it's false. Now, by the way, we all knew doctors who were prescribing hydroxychloroquine. I know people who got COVID and within the first couple of days, they got a hold of hydroxychloroquine and they took it with azithromycin and zinc and it did help their symptoms. Well, now a new study is backing this. There were studies both ways for about a year, and now it turns out a new study suggests actually a pretty significant effect with regard to hydroxychloroquine when you take it with the ZPAC. The observational study published by MedRxIV found that anti-malarial drug hydroxychloroquine along with zinc, right, this is what so many of these studies were like, if you just take hydroxychloroquine alone, then it won't do anything. Yes, nobody said it was going to do anything. Everyone knew that the only studies that mattered were going to be about hydroxychloroquine which is an immunosuppressant, and zinc, okay, along with zinc and azithromycin. Okay, the observational study found that hydroxychloroquine along with zinc could increase the coronavirus survival rate by as much as nearly 200% if distributed at higher doses to ventilated patients with a severe version of the illness. The study's conclusion says, we found that when the cumulative doses of two drugs, hydroxychloroquine and azith- azithromycin zinc, were above a certain level, patients had a survival rate 2.9 times the other patients. The study adds by using causal analysis and considering the weight and considering of weight-adjusted cumulative dose, we provide the combined therapy greatly increases survival in COVID patients, and that the more and that the the hydroxychloroquine cumulative dose of more than 80 milligrams per kilogram works substantially better. These data do not yet apply to hospitalized patients not on IMB. The study was conducted by St. Barnabas Medical Center in New Jersey on 255 patients. Now, remember, if you mentioned hydroxychloroquine and you said that it was good, you would actually get kicked off of YouTube. If you said hydroxychloroquine is effective, you would get booted from Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, and they would call you a nut. Why? Because the narrative we thought we knew is not the fact. Just the same way that the Wuhan lab leak, if you mention that, you get booted off YouTube. If you did not simply repeat the experts, you'd get booted. Don't trust people who declare themselves experts without showing you their work. If they don't show you their work, they are not true experts. If they can't tell you how they achieved a conclusion, you don't have to believe their conclusion. That is the trust but verify. But nobody adds but verify, as we'll see in just one moment. Because we have now entered a world, and this this is true 
really since the beginning of the 20th century, when the great intelligentsia of the West decided that the rest of the world and, and particularly people in their own societies were a bunch of rubes, hicks, and morons, and that the, the experts had to run everything. Bureauc bureaucracies in the government had to run everybody's life. We needed experts at all the major universities who were going to run things top down. It was going to be true in every institution. The experts were going to run things. In science, it wasn't going to be the process of science that was important. It was going to be ta science, meaning scientists personally. In journalism, it wasn't the process of journalism that mattered. It was who was deemed a journalist. This is why there's a big fight going on right now about whether people like James O'Keefe are journalists or whether outlets like Daily Wire are journalistic. And the answer is, if we are performing active journalism, then we have acted as a journalist on that day. Certainly better than NBC did for a year on this particular story. You know, science, most people tend to think of other people's jobs in terms of like titles. But the reality is that what makes you a doctor is acts of doctoring. Okay, and what makes you a scientist is acts of science. And what makes you a journalist is acts of journalism. And so we should be able to assume that the only things of value in those particular professions are when you are performing the acts associated with the title. If you are not, your title does not mean anything. So if you declare yourself a journalist, but then you're Jim Acosta, you're not a journalist. Unless you're performing an act of journalism, you are not a journalist, you are just an opinion giver. If you want to be more accurate, you can call yourself an opinion journalist, that's fine, because sometimes you do opinion and sometimes you do journalism. But to pretend that journalism is a title that is a crown set upon you by heaven, and that from now on, anything you say will be deemed true, whereas this guy over here, he's not a journalist because he doesn't do the same things that I do. That's silliness. And the same thing is true in science, as we'll see in just one second. First, let's talk about the fact that if you need a great night's sleep, you need a great pillow. It is that simple. Let me tell you about my pillow. Yes, I have my pillow. It's a great product. It really is fantastic. My wife and I were fighting over our my pillow until we just ordered a second one, and now we both sleep like babies. My pillow products do not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Best of all, they are made right here in the United States. If you don't have my pillow, or you know somebody who doesn't, now is the time to get one. For a limited time, my pillow is offering their premium my pillows for their lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow, regularly sixty nine ninety eight. For only $29.98, it's a great price. It's 40 bucks in savings. Kings are only five bucks more. Now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, they are the best gifts ever. If you want to get something for dad for Father's Day that is actually going to make his life markedly better, get him a MyPillow. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code DAILYWIRE. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, and MyPillow Towel Sets. Or call 800-951-7163 and use promo code DAILYWIRE. Visit MyPillow.com now. Call 800-951-7163. Okay, so meanwhile... You have, as I say, these people who have declared themselves the experts. And yes, they have all the titles. They have, they have all of the proper credentialing. But the credentialing does not matter as much as what you do with the credentialing. If you got a degree from Harvard Medical School, but in your off hours, you're performing Dr. Kevorkian activities, you're no longer acting as a doctor and you don't deserve the title. If you're a journalist and in your off hours or on your on hours, you're just pushing propaganda, you're a propagandist, you're not a journalist. Okay, and this is why it is so insulting to watch people conflate processes with job descriptions, processes with titles. So again, journalists hide behind the CNN is very, uh, CNN, that's a bunch of journalists. So what they say can be trusted, or you could examine whether what they are doing is journalism. This is why I distinguish journalism from journalisming, right? My, my cynical take on journalisming, okay? Same thing is true in science. Science is a process. It is a process whereby you establish a hypothesis, and then that 
that hypothesis is verifiable and testable, and you determine whether the reality comports or conflicts with that particular hypothesis. You see whether the null hypothesis would come up with the same result. It's an actual process, just like journalism is a process. It's like anything you do in life is a process, okay? And that's why we judge people based on their actions typically and not based on their title. Your title is not supposed to be a shield. It is not supposed to be a spear. It is supposed to be a description. Okay, and yet Anthony Fauci is now using his title as a sort of shield against his own incompetence. So Anthony Fauci has been a terrible public servant. Okay, he is, he is conflicted with himself over and over and over again. He has lied to the American public and then bragged about lying to the American public, whether it is on masking or whether it is on vaccinations and their, and their efficacy. He has changed his standards with regard to the science over and over and over again. His emails show that he was warned of the possibility of a Wuhan lab leak very early on. He not only ignored it, he actively downplayed it. He was emailing people talking about the inefficacy of masks, and then he shifted his mind, not based on shifting science, which he never really explained. He, he always says, oh, the science shifted. Did it, though? Show me the evidence that the science shifted. Like, what actually shifted? You can say you got it wrong. That's okay. But don't give me the science shifted when there's not real evidence that the science shifted. In any case, Dr. Fauci has really, he has drink, he has drunk from the well, he's now drunk off the well, I would say, of the, of the titling and credentialism that has taken over our society. And you, the commoner, you're supposed to just ignore your own common sense and basic judgment and your ability to interpret fact in favor of the experts. The experts are supposed to tell you what to do. And Dr. Anthony Fauci is an expert. And so he is insulted if you ask questions about him. He is insulted if you ask him basic questions like, why did you change your mind on every major topic over the course of the last year, from school reopenings to masking to vaccinations? Why? Here is Dr. Anthony Fauci pulling the full, it's rare you get the full Emperor Palpatine, right? It's, it's pretty rare, seriously. Like in public life where you get the, I am the Senate. It's, it's pretty rare. But here you fully get the Emperor Palpatine, right? You get Anthony Fauci, I am the science. Okay, here we go. Declaring himself science, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the greatest of all doctors outside of Dr. Joe Biden. A lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Because all of the things that I have spoken about consistently from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. Sometimes those things were inconvenient truths for people and there was pushback against me. So if you are trying to, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. Um, nope. Nope. Uh, guys, don't attack me. I am the science. Okay, it's what? Okay, the, the utter, the utter dishonesty. The utter arrogance, tremendous arrogance of the supposed public servants declaring himself the science is insane. You can name off the top of your head half a dozen instances where he just lied and admitted to lying, right, where he was not representing the science. Again, if he didn't show his work, you didn't have to trust what he was saying. It's that simple. Science is supposed to be the most transparent of all fields. You're supposed to be able to understand if you dedicate enough time to an argument why people are making the arguments they're making. But Dr. Anthony Fauci literally, I mean, he's literally saying it. If you criticize him, you're criticizing science. And this is the mentality of people who believe they should run your life. This is the mentality of people who believe they should run every aspect of your life. They know better than you. You should trust them. They're the experts. And just one second, we'll talk a little bit more about this because it really is indicative of how perverse this authoritarian view of the world is. We'll get to more of this in just one second. First, let's talk about the greatest Father's Day gift. I'm talking, of course, about meat. I'm talking about the power 
of steak. Okay, so Omaha Steaks. A few years back, they sent me a kosher steak. They got it just for me. Let me tell you, these people know what they are doing. Summer is almost here. That means Father's Day is around the corner. Omaha Steaks is not just steak. It is the best steak of your life. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every single order. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. It stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. Go to omahasteaks.com, type Shapiro in the search bar, order to add the get out and grill assortment. I'll tell you what this includes. You ready for this? It includes 20 entrees he's guaranteed to love. They've got ultra juicy burgers, plump chicken breasts, sides, desserts, four 10 ounce butchers cut New York strips. The strips are aged for 30 days. I tell you the aging process means tender, juicy, delicious steak. Get four free New York strip burgers with your order as well. Visit omahasteaks.com, keyword Shapiro, get dad, the get out and grill assortment, plus four free New York strip burgers today. Send dad more than just a gift. Send him an experience he will love and can share with you. That is omahasteaks.com, keyword Shapiro, to get started today. Okay, so again, I cannot express how perverse it is that Dr. Anthony Fauci is now conflating his, himself, right, his own title, with the science. It's insane. It's insane. Right? And it is, it is perversely authoritarian. When somebody says, you cannot criticize me, because you are then criticizing my title, and my title is the science. Who made him king? Seriously, who died and made Anthony Fauci king of science? I, I don't understand how this works. He could not even answer basic questions about why he was masking after being vaccinated. He couldn't answer those questions. He could not answer basic questions about whether the United States had passed through funding via EcoHealth Alliance to the Wuhan lab, which was performing gain-of-function research. He switched his opinion, by the way, on the lab leak theory as to whether it was important to check out or not. He lied openly and then bragged about it with regard to masking, and yet he is the science. These people do not deserve one iota of your trust, not one. They need to prove it to you. Trust is earned. Trust does not come along with the title. Okay, the title just means you spent time in school. Well, congratulations. That does not mean that you are going to be transparent or honest. And we're willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. I gave Anthony Fauci the benefit of the doubt for months. And then I didn't anymore because he had not earned it. He had lost the benefit of the doubt. But the media, again, your experts, the people you're supposed to trust, because here's the thing. In, when you live in a complex society with a lot of interlocking parts, there has to be a certain level of baseline trust in other people in order for you to function in your daily life, right? You got to get your car fixed. That means you got to trust your mechanic. You got to go to the grocery store. You didn't pick that food yourself. You got to trust the farmers. You got to trust the people who brought the food to the store. You have to trust the people who are charging you for the food that they didn't poison it. And there's all sorts of people you got to trust in the chain. But the reason that you end up trusting people in a market system is because of repeatability. Okay, the reason that markets tend to generate, seriously, property rights and markets tend to generate higher levels of trust in society. Why? Because you have repeat transactions with people over and over. The reason you can trust the grocery store is because all your friends went there and they didn't die. And you can go there over and over and over again. Okay, well, all of us went to the Dr. Fauci store for a year. And it turns out that he was not being honest. And now he's declaring that based on his title, we are supposed to trust him. Not based on the repeat repeatability of the trust relationship. Okay, the same thing is true with regard to the journalisming experts among us. They declare themselves the experts because they went to NYU School of Journalism. Ooh, ah. Or because they work at CNN, the most trusted name in news. According to whom? Right? And then they say, well, you know what? If you don't trust us, it's because you deny the power of journalism. If Donald Trump declared you guys the fake news because it turns out that half the time what you guys do is just express your own opinion and push narratives that are false, well, then he must be conflicting with journalism as an institution, with the free press as an institution. This is a fundamental misunderstanding of how human action works. You ought to be trusted when you are trustworthy and you earn trust with repeated acts of honesty. You do not gain trust by dint of being an expert. 
There's been a great mix up in our society that if you have a semi high IQ, you ought to be trusted because you know things or because you are smart. I don't trust you guys to run a popsicle stand. I don't care what your IQ is. If you can't prove to me you can run a popsicle stand, you don't deserve to run the damn popsicle stand. But all of democratic governance is rooted in this idea that because these people are smarter and wiser than you on a personal level, they know your business better than you. This is true in everything from economics to science. You should trust Anthony Fauci, even if he's lying to you because he knows what's best to you for you. And therefore, he can tell you platonic lies. You should trust Joe Biden with your money, even though he's a dundering old fool. You should trust Joe Biden with your money. Why? Well, because he's probably smarter than you. I mean, after all, he was elected president of the United States. He's an expert. Stop trusting people who declare themselves experts. They don't know more about your own life than you do. They don't, which is why you should be assessing risk in your own life. And you should be assessing who is trustworthy in these fields. You have a brain, use it. I'm not suggesting that you don't trust people who have earned your trust. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't give people the benefit of the doubt who originally have the titles because they do know more than you with regard to science. But once they have proved over and over again they're not trustworthy, they don't get to call on their title to support the lies that they tell you. It really is quite gross. By the way, Dr. Anthony Fauci, at the same time he's telling you that attacking him is attacking the science, he continues to downplay the, the Chinese lab leak theory. Like today, he continues to do it. Why would the Chinese want to make a virus that equally kills them as kills other people? So... That's the reason why when you talk about that's really way out there and like off the war, you know, off the chart. The other one is, were they there working with something in which they made somehow manipulating the virus and then it leaked out? Certainly that's a possibility. Nothing that we've seen. Okay, nothing that we've seen support except for, you know, some of the actual science and the fact that there are only three sites on Earth where they manipulate bat coronaviruses and one of them is in Wuhan. So yeah, there, there are a few indicators there, but I love how he's setting up this straw man that the Chinese purposely weaponized the virus and then released it. That's not an argument that's been made by virtually anybody with any sort of credibility. Okay, but again, once people declare themselves experts on things, you're supposed to listen to them even if what they are spewing is absolute horse manure. Even if what they are spewing is the flatulence that comes from the asses of cows, you're supposed to believe them. So long as it is given the imprimatur of science. They, they, use, they, they use the titles as a cudgel. That is what they do. This is why, for example, you have an article in the Journal of American Psycho uh, of the of the American Psychoanalytic Association titled "On Having Whiteness" by Donald Moss. Now, you you may be asking yourself, what the hell does this have to do with psychoanalysis? Well, let Donald Moss tell you. Okay, here is the abstract: Whiteness is a condition one first acquires and then one has a malignant, parasitic-like condition to which white people have a particular susceptibility. The condition is foundational, generating characteristic ways of being in one's body, in one's mind, and in one's world. Parasitic whiteness renders its host's appetites voracious, insatiable, perverse. These deformed appetites particularly target non-white people. Once established, these appetites are nearly impossible to eliminate. Effective treatment consists of a combination of psychic and social historical interventions. Such interventions can reasonably only aim to reshape whiteness as infiltrated appetites, to reduce their intensity, redistribute their aims, and occasionally turn those aims toward the work of reparation. When remembered and represented, the ravages wreaked by the chronic condition can function either as a warning, never again, or as temptation, great again. <laughs> it's the Holocaust versus Donald Trump. Memorial, memori memorialization alone, therefore, is no guarantee against regression. There is not yet a permanent cure. This is in a journal of supposed psychoanalysis. Okay, again, this is expertise in a title being wielded as a club. Understand that's just outright racism. 
Okay, this is just outright racism. That if you are white, you suffer from a condition known as whiteness. It is a parasitic condition that destroys your ability to act morally or decently and makes you likely to engage in a new Holocaust. Okay, this is in the Journal of American Psychoanalytic Association. Why would you possibly take that institution seriously ever again? The same thing is true with regard to things like the American Medical Association. That's supposed to be a trustworthy body speaking about medicine. And yet they have said in their journals things like, you know, maybe we shouldn't put sex on birth certificates anymore or we should put it below the top line. Because after all, men who declare themselves women are women. That is the most anti-scientific nonsense ever. But if you put it in the AMA journal, well, then it must be true. You have Scientific American pushing this nonsense and Science, the magazine, pushing this nonsense. And then in the name of science, you have people who are going to directly target your life in the name of the expertise. Remember, this is not rare, okay? This is common. Once people declare themselves experts with power, they're willing to use that power for just about anything. In the early 20th century, euthanasia and, and eugenics were big topics of discussion among the intelligentsia because it wasn't going to apply to them. They were, they were the, the intelligentsia, the experts. Eugenics, which was a very popular table talk topic for the vast majority of intelligent progressives in the early 20th century internationally. I mean, you have Oliver Wendell Holmes literally writing Supreme Court decisions in which he says that we should be sterilizing people who have Down syndrome because, quote unquote, three generations of imbeciles is enough. That is in a direct Supreme Court decision. Buck versus Bell. Okay, that, that mentality that the experts ought to run things and they know what's best for you, up to and including whether you should be able to reproduce, how you should raise your children, Okay, that mentality is not only alive and well, it is thriving. It is thriving. They shut down every business in America based on people with doctor in front of their name telling you stuff that was not scientific. They told you over and over in the media, because again, these are your expert journalists. They told you in the media that you were at serious risk of dying if you were 20 years old and you got COVID and it wasn't true. It was a lie. The statistics on death by COVID, for people who are 20 years old, were very, very, very low. And for people under the 18, basically non-existent. To date, 277 people under the age of 18 have died in the United States of COVID. 277 in a country of 330 million people. And now we are told by the experts that if you are two to five years old, we should be working on getting you the vaccine. It's high priority. You have to have the vaccine for two to five years old. Maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't. But you know what I'd like? A great scientific argument. That's what I would like. I haven't heard one yet. Anytime, like seriously, bring it. I'm ready to hear it. I'm super pro-vaccination, but I want to know where you are getting your info. I want to know why are you making the arguments you are making? The history of people declaring themselves experts and then controlling people top down. It's funny, the same secular authorities who do it now, they are just a woke priesthood. They are a secular priesthood. They start off as just a, an atheistic secular priesthood in the early 20th century. And now it's a secular woke priesthood, which is even worse because now it's like a pagan priesthood. At least they used to pretend that they were speaking in the name of science. Now they've merged science with wokeness such that you get articles that are blatant racism in the middle of, uh, in the middle of scientific journals. Okay, in just a second, I'm going to tell you how they're going to take I mean, really, they're going to use the expertise to come after your children. We'll talk about that in just one second. First, let us talk about how you protect yourself against predations, against people who are coming after you personally, people who are going to threaten your safety. Yeah, so owning a firearm is great, but it's really not enough. If somebody breaks into your house, God forbid, and they're coming to do your harm, I'll tell you another thing you really should have, and that is body armor. I would highly recommend you to check out AR-500 Armor. They have loadouts designed for everyone, whether you need a concealable vest for daily use, a plate carrier for the range, or a fully equipped setup for the worst case scenario. Our friends at AR-500 Armor have made buying body armor easy, approachable, and affordable. If you're unsure of what type of armor you're needing, or you just need some pointers based on your needs, they have you covered. 
AR500 Armor has multiple packages pre-built for people just like you and simplifies the entire process of purchasing armor. They have their Independence Day sale going on right now. You can have your order in before the 4th of July. These sales are up to 50% off select products. Get them while they last. They have rifle-rated bundles starting as low as 99 bucks. Go to AR500Armor.com slash Ben. See all their promotions and special pricing right now. You can use code Ben for 20% off anything else in their entire store. Best of all, they've put together some packages specifically for my listeners here at The Daily Wire. There's something for everyone at AR500Armor.com. Go check them out right now. AR500Armor.com slash Ben. Use code Ben at checkout for 20% off. I know these folks, they share your values. AR500Armor.com slash Ben. Use code Ben at checkout for 20% off. Already in just one second, we're going to get to science being used as a cudgel against parents. First, it's no secret the amount of content we are putting out is growing rapidly, both in terms of numbers and in terms of quality. We've got quality, we've got quantity, tons of new stuff. From our new investigative journalism to our sports column to my own fact-filled podcast, there's a lot to see, hear, and read. Even the most avid Daily Wire member would be hard-pressed to keep up. Don't worry, since we think of everything, we have a solution for you. You can now find all of the conservative content you love and you need wherever you are all on that Daily Wire app. Even if you are not a Daily Wire subscriber, you'll be the first to know what's trending with mobile notifications for the latest news and all your favorite content only a touch away. So download the Daily Wire app, stay up to speed with the freshest conservative voices around, no matter where you are. You are listening to the largest, fastest growing conservative podcast and radio show in the nation. And so when people say that the experts should run your life, they're the experts after all. One thing you should note here is that they will run your life. I mean, they will come after everything you hold dear, including your kids. There's a great piece by Abigail Schreier in City Journal today, which is the Journal of the Manhattan Institute, about the rules in the city of Seattle. She writes a story about this guy named Ahmed, a Pakistani immigrant, faithful Muslim, until recently a financial consultant to Seattle's high-tech sector. Apparently, he, in October 2020, he and his wife had checked their 16-year-old son into Seattle's children's hospital for credible threats of suicide. And now, Ahmed was worried that the white coats who had gently admitted his son to their care would refuse to return him. They sent an email to us, you know, you should take your daughter to the gender clinic. So apparently his kid was 16, had autism, got depressed, was suicidal. So they checked him in. Okay, the lockdowns hit, and this meant that he couldn't visit his son. So the white coats started talking to this 16-year-old autistic kid. And the 16-year-old autistic kid declared, a suicidal autistic kid declared that he was gender dysphoric. The experts refused to release the kid to the parents unless the parents lied and said they were going to take him to the gender clinic. Hey, this sort, this is what happens when you let the experts run things. They don't know what they purport to know, but they don't know what they don't know. And so they continue to promote stuff that is not science, that is just garbage. Apparently, Ahmed assured Seattle's Children's Hospital he would take his son to a gender clinic and commence his son's transition from male to female. Instead, he took his son home, quit his job, and moved his family of four out of Washington. It's a year later. It turns out that his son is not gender dysphoric. It was just the state coming after his kid. By the way, in the state of Washington, kids can start receiving gender dysphoric treatment at the age of 13 without parental consent. Because the experts say so. The experts. Based on nothing. Based on nothing. Why would you let these morons run your life? Why would you let them make all the rules? It's dangerous to let them make all the rules. And what's amazing about this is is their stupidity is on display for all to see all the time. Kamala Harris is probably going to end up as the successor to Joe Biden. If Joe Biden makes it through his first term, she's going to run in 2024. If he doesn't make it through his first term, she'll be president of the United States. And she is terrible at this. She's an idiot. Okay, Kamala Harris does not know things. She doesn't care about things. Somehow she's been elevated to a position of public power where we're supposed to believe that she knows how to run things. 
And so you'll remember just a couple of days ago, she was asked about going down to the border and she started cackling like a hyena for no reason at all. Well, now it turns out even the CNN is even the White House is disappointed in Kamala Harris. Here is CNN explaining. Vice President Kamala Harris back in the United States this morning after a trip to Guatemala and Mexico, her first foreign trip as vice president. This morning, we're told that some of what she said on the trip, her answers to questions, maybe even obvious questions, those answers have White House insiders perplexed. I mean, truly, it is an amazing, amazing thing. Right? But that but that moron is going to run everything. Right. This is what people want. Apparently, people want these morons to run. Their, I, I do not understand for the life of me. I can watch Dr. Anthony Fauci's performance over the last year or Andrew Cuomo's performance over the last year or Phil Murphy's performance over the last year or Gavin Newsom's performance over the last year and say to yourself, I need these people to have more power over my life. I don't know how you watch the members of the media lie to you consistently and say, I definitely am. Go- I know. I know that what they're saying about my industry is untrue because I know my industry. But probably if I switch three pages over, they probably know more about that industry. Or maybe they don't. Or maybe they don't. Okay, again, they're showing you every day who they are. They're showing you every day how incompetent they are. That they are not experts in anything. They can't even operate like basic systems. Evidence more today. Okay, the prices have now jumped 5% in May. Okay, remember that time when we were told that inflation would not kick in, even if you just inject trillions of dollars into the economy and meanwhile encourage people not to stay home? Remember that time? Well, now it turns out that when you have more dollars chasing less product, you end up with inflation. According to Rachel Siegel over at the Washington Post, prices were up by 5% in May compared with a year ago. The largest increase since the Great Recession, continuing a steady climb in inflation, even as policymakers insist on staying the course. Data released Thursday by the Bureau of Labor Statistics showed prices rose 0.6% in the past month alone. Policymakers have predicted prices will rise over the coming months, especially compared to a year ago when the economy was still reeling from the pandemic shutdowns. Now, here is the problem. Inflation will continue if you continue to depress the labor market by telling people not to work. Now, it's possible that inflation levels off, but you're still sucking so much money out of the economy that people don't have money to invest, that you are redistributing from people who know how to invest and how to create products to a bunch of morons at the top of government. The same morons who are declaring that inflation is no problem for you as they devalue your savings. These are the same idiots who are going to be running the economy a year from now. Why why would you trust them? I don't understand. Joe Biden, you, you trust this guy to run the world? Seriously? Like, it's amazing. All the same people on the left are like, Donald Trump has too much power. He's an authoritarian. Why would you trust this bumbling idiot to run the world? Okay, I can ask the same question about Joe Biden because he is a bumbling moron. And here is my question. Why would you want any of these people to run the world? Any of them? What if we don't give them power? How's that? How about that? How about we go back to a system where the president doesn't have unending power, where the executive branch doesn't run every aspect of your life? And then you don't have to care. Then you don't have to care. You know why people don't care about the local dog catcher's race? Because unless you need to, you need a dog caught, you don't actually care. It doesn't affect your life. But you want to give more power to the president because you think that he is going to weaponize on behalf of your point of view. Instead, he's just going to accrue power in the institution, and then somebody you don't like will take over, and then we'll just have a fight about that. It's more on this in just one moment. First, you've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy before. Choosing a VPN you trust is equally as important. Now, I actually research the show's sponsors because I want to recommend brands I believe in. I can say with full confidence, ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. For starters, ExpressVPN does not log your online activity. Lots of cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers, but ExpressVPN doesn't do that. They've even developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. 
ExpressVPN also uses Lightway. That's a new VPN protocol they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. I've tried a lot of VPNs in the past. They can sometimes slow your connection, but ExpressVPN is always blazing fast and lets me stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering. Not to mention, ExpressVPN, really, really easy to use. You don't need any technical skills to set it up. You just fire up the app, you tap one button, and now you're connected. Even your grandparents could do it. I'm not just the one saying this. It's Business Insider, The Verge, a lot of other tech journals. They rate ExpressVPN as the number one VPN on planet Earth. Protect yourself with the VPN I know and trust. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Ben today. Get an extra three months free on that one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Ben, expressvpn.com slash Ben to learn more. But it's amazing. We're supposed to trust Joe Biden. And the media, again, your journalism experts, they want you to trust Joe Biden. Article in the Washington Post today, Joe Biden is overseas. He's over in England. And now, says the Washington Post, he is such an expert. I mean, my goodness, he's so good at this. I I love this. Here's how they describe Joe Biden. Not since George H.W. Bush has a president taken office with such long experience in foreign affairs. Biden came to the Senate in 1973, chaired the Foreign Relations Committee, acted as point man on various global issues when he was Barack Obama's vice president. At every stop in the coming week, from scenic Carbis Bay in Britain's coastal Cornwall district to Brussels in Geneva, Biden will seek to leverage his personal familiarity with fellow leaders in an effort to reestablish American engagement abroad. Jen Psaki said he's been getting ready for 50 years. Yes, but he's been wrong for 50 years. He hasn't been right on a single foreign policy issue his entire career. Also, he is addled. Okay, yesterday, here was Joe Biden explaining that he keeps forgetting that he is president. Yes, we know, sir. We're aware. And Sydney, you're 14 years old. When I was 14, if you, please, at ease. I keep forgetting I'm president. (laughs) Yeah, we we know. We know, sir. Jill had to tell Joe to pay attention in the middle of his speech. You know, you can sit down. (laughs) I don't want you to stand through. (laughs) Joe, pay attention. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. By the way. Joe Biden, and we're now just rerunning the Woodrow Wilson administration. Edith is running the show, apparently, because Joe Biden literally tweeted out yesterday a picture of herself sitting. I guess this is in Joe Biden's office on Air Force One, sitting and reading a briefing book, prepping for the G7. Who elected Jill Biden? Who? I don't understand. If Laura Bush had done this, people would be like, what the F? She's a librarian. Why is she? What? Huh? If Melania had done this, people would have been like, wait a second. She was a model. Like, what are you doing? Huh? Why? No one elected Jill Biden, but apparently Joe Biden is president of the United States now. Sitting there prepping for the G. What what is her job at the G7? Seriously. Is she making economic policy now? This genius community college professor? Who wrote apparently the world's greatest dissertation? Dr. Jill Biden, the greatest. These are the experts. She has the title. She's a doctor. She should run the G7. Clearly. We didn't elect her. She has no background in any of this stuff, but you know what? It's all good. Probably she'll be good. She has a doctor in front of her name, after all. I mean, that's that's the thing that really, really matters. Meanwhile, Adel Joe is out there telling the military that the greatest threat the military is going to face is global warming. The greatest threat, the, what are they going to do? Shoot the, shoot the sun? What are you talking about? Here is Joe Biden informing the military that their great job is going to be standing there like Knut, Trying to trying to hold back the ocean. Go, President Biden, go. When I first was elected vice president with President Obama, 
the military sat us down to let us know what the greatest threats facing America were, the greatest physical threats. This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat facing America was? Global warming. Because there'll be significant population movements. Okay, that's just... Fights over land, millions of people leaving places because they're literally sinking below the sea in Indonesia. Okay, this this nonsense is just garbage. Okay, the idea that you're going to have millions of people who are in short order going to be shifting population centers. People have been migrating for literally all of human history. As the water levels gradually rise, presumably people will migrate away from places that will be underwater. But it's not going to be day after tomorrow, and it's not going to be the U.S. military that's in charge of handling this. This is just insanity. Don't, when, when somebody declares they're an expert like Joe Biden, or, well, the Joint Chief said global warming's the big issue. Why? Okay, these people should not control your life. You should control your life. The purpose of democracy is that you control what happens. And granting these people more power is a betrayal of the basic notion of Republican self-governance. Self-governance. You govern yourself, not the experts, not Dr. Fauci. He was not elected. He is not the king, not your journalistic, your journalisming masters who are not elected. You don't have to watch them and you don't have to pay attention to them. And you are certainly allowed to second guess them and not Joe Biden and not any other politician. Even if you elected him, he was not elected to run your life. He was elected to protect your individual rights. That is the purpose of the Constitution of the United States. And if the American people don't understand that, then we definitely have lost the republic. A long time ago, as it turns out. Alrighty, a little bit later today, we'll be back for an additional hour of the Ben Shapiro Show. Coming up soon, the Matt Wall Show airs at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to check it out over at dailywire.com. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is the Ben Shapiro Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, including The Andrew Clavin Show, The Michael Moles Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. Thanks for listening. The Ben Shapiro Show is produced by Elliot Feld, executive producer Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producer is Mathis Glover, and our assistant director is Pavel Wydowski. Editing is by Adam Saievitz. Audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is by Fabiola Cristina. Production assistant is Jessica Kranz. The Ben Shapiro Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire 2021. A recent paper in a psychoanalytic journal argues that whiteness is a disease which must be permanently cured. A cop causes a pregnant woman's car to flip over on the highway because she didn't pull over fast enough during a traffic stop. Dr. Fauci claims that he himself is science made flesh and to question him is to question science. And a New York Times article suggests that you shouldn't have a lot of obese and depressed friends. What do we think about that? All of that and much more today on The Matt Walsh Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So 
I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.